Welcome, fellow Lumineers, to another episode of Quest for Five, your guide to the enchanting world of Disney Loracana. We're your hosts, I'm Faith, and with me is my co-host, Michael. And today we're going to talk about some quick news, organized play, and opening packs 126 and 127 in search of our first Enchanted. So, real quick, um, the quick start rules were updated on February 16th with the location, uh, now including location details. And I figured we'll briefly just go over what how locations work since the release of these are uh, since the release of locations come in the same week that this episode releases. Okay, so here's what the quick start guide has to say on locations. Location glimmers stay in play when you play them. Some give you special abilities during the game, and other cards can interact with them in exciting ways. Locations uh, are new in uh, the Into the Inklands set. Um, they're going to include the same common <clears throat> rarities, uh, common through super rare, although, although we have not seen an enchanted version of a location. <laughs> I would have thought they would have thrown out an enchanted location with the introduction, but yeah. we didn't get it. Regardless, um, some of the information you'll need to know about locations, uh, there are five distinct pieces on the location. Uh, the first is the ink cost. You'll see this just in the same way as you will for any other card. Um, and it also has ink versus non-inkable symbol around the side. Then you also have the move cost, which is the new icon that we haven't seen before that's in the, the, the title layer. And so that'll be how much it costs to move a character to that location. Uh, third up is willpower. All locations have willpower and they can be attacked just like other characters can be. Um, number four is the ability. This is, um, you know, just the, the, the text or just flavor text that all the cards have. For instance, Mont Nui, Island Paradise, its ability is um, whenever a character is banished while here, you may put that card into your inkwell face down and exerted. Which is a great card. Yeah, that's also a very exciting cards, uh, card for like princess decks. I think those will be great. Um, and then the fifth is the lore value. And so... The way lore values are going to work for locations is that when you have a character at that location, um, at the start of your turn during the set phase, so ready, set, draw, uh, or yeah, ready, set, draw, um, you'll gain lore equal to the value that's on the card. So if you have one, two, or three cards at that location, uh, the effect won't double or, or increase in any way. It's just, for instance, Montanui has one lore value. Having any number of characters there will only give you one lore on, during the set phase of your turn. And that's the basics of how locations are going to work in Lorcana at this time. Okay, so cards of the week. Mine were, was Hypnotize. Um, and this was not a card I played, but it was a card that was constantly being played on the board. And this was a total pain in the ass to deal with. It kept me stuck playing the top deck constantly, and it lost me a number of like really valuable cards. Which what is hypnotized again? Uh, exactly. Uh, let me look it up. But the the effect that was um, killing me was that you had to discard a card from your mm. hand, um, and that part was. Oh the yeah, you play if you. Sorry. I kept losing, like, losing out on the strategy that I had set up. Um, yeah. 
And it's not been something that we've seen people play, but we came in today and two people were playing um, discard decks. There's the exact uh, description of hypnotizes. Each opponent chooses and discards a card, and you get to draw a card. This is, if you listened to, um, to the episode last week, this was the deck I was saying that Michael um, would be taking a lot of nose playing against. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah, give me who, some ideas for how to address it. Who else was um, playing? It was the, the new guy's son. Hmm. He also had a discard deck. Um, it was red green, uh, R- ruby emerald. So, um, and he played it really well. Um, yeah. So pain in the ass to deal with, but making it my card of the week just because of how how many strategies that continued to just mess up um, throughout the day. Um, for my card of the week, do something a little different. Um, instead of card of the week, I'm going to say worst card of the week because I was annoyed that I never drew my Rapunzel's in my deck. So because mm. of that, I'm bitter towards her and she gets worst card of the week. Wow. Okay. That's a different tune than she's what, what she's been singing for a little I, while. If she would have came out, then she would have probably got card of the week. But I played that Amber deck three times and never saw one Rapunzel, never saw one Piglet. Like, I keep telling you, you got too many cards. But every time I've played that before, and that never happened, I literally have four of the other, of, like, the shifted Rapunzel's mm-hmm. and four of the other ones. Did you organize the deck at all at any point? No. Okay. I never, like, added, dis- like, no, it's been the same since last time. If oh. anything, I added another Rapunzel to it. So I don't know what the, I don't know what the issue was well, And I have four piglets in there, say- too. Let's say, uh, let's say you have 70 cards, right? At 70 cards, uh, and you have four Rapunzel's in there? Both versions, I have eight. Okay, but the specific, so you were looking for any of the Rapunzel's? Yeah. So either one of them would have been what you were looking for. So you, um, let's see, what would be the, 70 divided by eight, wouldn't it? Yeah, so you have an 8.75% chance. Of drawing your Rapunzel. Yeah, but it's never been but an issue in the past. If you drop it down to 60. That's not going to happen, though. Well, I'm just saying, if you did. Well, that's not accurate. I'm doing my math wrong here. I haven't done percentages in a while. Let's see. <laughs> oh, you know what? 8 divided by 60. And uh, 8. Ooh. I'm not a math person. Yeah. So you have an 11% chance at 70 cards, and at 60, you have a 13% chance. That's not that big of a difference. I still feel like my math is terribly wrong here. Um, <laughs> what? I would just like to note that the first time he did it, when he said that wasn't accurate, his 60 cards came out to be less of a percentage than the other yeah, ones. So I figured out that I'm not doing math right. I'm not a math major. I can write code to make a website, but don't ask me ask me to do percentages and stuff. That's the the computer gets to figure all that out for me. What percent is eight of seventy? Okay, I did it right the second time. Yeah, so that's still only two percent. Basically, I'm going to keep it the same because I don't think it matters. Today just was not a lucky draw. I think 2% is significant. Okay. 
Uh, so organized play today, we had about nine people, uh, a couple new people, which was nice. Um, I tried out a new villain princess deck. Not bad, but I need a little more draw power. Um, and I think locations are going to help with that. Faith, how was your uh, organized play? I think it went pretty good. I played my um, Emerald Sapphire. I can't remember what it is. I haven't played that a lot. And I think it did pretty well, so that was it was fun to play. I think I only played a couple one-on-one -on -one games, if any, actually. Mm -hmm. I think I played maybe one, and the rest was like three or four, and I enjoy bigger games, so. Yeah, I, I prefer one-on-one, -on -one. Um, and I actually forgot my... The, the Villain Princess deck, I actually forgot, and I had to drive back home to run and grab after I started playing with what I thought was the right deck. Turns out I had put it underneath the table, not on top of the table, mm -hmm. so I had to run back. Um, yeah, but I was excited to see new people at OP this week. Um, we got news that uh, there is going to be good stock uh, into the Inklands, and so the two stores in our region that sell Orkana are both able to sell whole boxes, so that was pretty exciting to find out today, too. Alright, Faith, let's open up those two packs we got today. Okay, we got a basil, basil, however you pronounce it, the Perspective Investigator, Grumpy, Merlin Squirrel, Felicia, Always Hungry, Queen of Hearts, Quick Tempered, Beast, Forbidding Recluse, Ring the Bell, Fang Crossbow, Nana, um, Arthur, Ooh, Snow White Wellwisher. I don't know if we have any of her. I don't think so. Then a foil go to the distance. Okay. Pack number two. We have the Knock. Snow White, Lost in the Forest, Elsa, Gloves Off, Lady Tremaine, Overbearing Monarch, Verona, Fang Chief, A Charge, Cheshire Cat, Always Grinning, Four Dozen Eggs, Snow White, Unexpected House Guest. We have a lot of Snow Whites in this. These two. Madame Mim Fox. The Queen, Distinguished Peddler, and a foil of Sleepy. The search continues. Thanks for joining us for this super quick episode today. Uh, we are just waiting around for End of the Inklings to come up, and uh, we'll have much more to talk about next week as we manage to secure a uh, reservation for a full box. So we'll have tons of new cards to talk about at that point and say what we want to do to change up our decks. Um, stay tuned for more tips, strategies, and updates in our future episodes. Don't forget to rate and subscribe, and follow us on social media at Quest5Pod, on Twitter, Instagram, Mastodon, and TikTok. Thank you for joining us on Quest for 5. Until next time, keep summoning, questing, aim at your inkwell to never run dry. Mm -hmm.